0: Sagittarius is a very like can be associated with religious fervor, radical religion, cult behavior, ideologies, dogma, and it's also optimism and like all those things are being played around with right now. Also making a square to Neptune, which can kind of cloud our judgment, especially with like the religious fervor, you know, the rise of sort of some cult-like behavior, especially in the US. And then we're in a Gemini North node, which is about like learning a lot, questioning things, learning new words being really connected to like media, but also Gemini can divide us into like two camps, into two parties. The last time that we were in the Gemini North Node was right around the time of September 11th in 2001. This week, we end out the story that started on July 23rd. We are going to have something that's going to bring us closer to freedom, to change, something that is sparking our personal revolution. So we're going to get into all of that and more. But first, welcome. Welcome, my cosmic baddies. This is your Cosmic Energy Report, and I am your cosmic consultant Maddie Murphy. We're going to break down the week ahead in the planets, how it affects you, what those big cosmic gassy bodies are doing up there and how the heck it's going to make us feel down here on earth and how we can work with this energy for more alignment, more ease, more authenticity, more abundance. Can I get an amen? How are you doing? How are we feeling? It's been a lot. We talked about Summer of Love was going to kind of end abruptly. We were going to get a sneak peek for some of the unity and hope and healing and creativity of 2022 in July. But then it was going to feel like pulling the plug on it and a lot of wake up calls around us screaming red alarm fires for where we need to change and shift. And we've been experiencing that a lot between, you know, COVID outbreaks again, the Delta variant everything happening with Afghanistan, more natural disasters. It's been intense. So I just want to start off the podcast just by having us take a deep breath and just being like, it's been a lot. Permission to take digital detoxes if you need to. But this is part of the cosmic assignment. You know, 2020 was like a breaking down. This year is like, asking us to really figure out how we're rebuilding, what we're doing to move forward. And it's going to be like a few steps forward, a few steps back, and we're still in it. Basically, we're going to be in some complicated astrology well into 2024, but there are going to be a lot of moments of growth and expansion and clearing and healing. For those who are paying attention, I think marrying a spiritual sense of Unity consciousness with a scientific grounded commitment to wanting to be part of community and social responsibility. This is a lot this week. Sometimes it's hard having a podcast where I want to come on and, and be chippy and be sassy and talk about the moon and talk about all this stuff. And I'm feeling heavy. My heart is heavy for the world. I am a Virgo. I like to have answers and solutions and I want to find the patterns and find the ways that we can grow and move out of it. And in some weeks, I just am overwhelmed. So I am, I'm overwhelmed. But I also do see so much beauty around us. And I see so much change. And I see people wanting things to be different, which is everything to me, everything is intention. And I think that we've all lived in a little bit of a haze and a daze, not all of us, but a lot of us were sleeping. I know definitely pre like 2015, 2016, your girl was dead ass asleep to the ways of the world and some of the things going on. And we've all been waking up. Last year was the epic rooster wake up call, but we're still waking up. And I appreciate that there is the intention, the seed of intentionality to do something different that we can't go back to the way things were. So anyway, let's talk announcements. I don't really have any big announcements this week. I do have to say thank you. The podcast numbers keep growing. I love seeing your rating and reviews come in. I'm going to wait one more week to pull our Leo season winner to win a one-on-one free reading with me. I've gotten to do our Aries Taurus Gemini readings. I picked our cancer season winner and we're just trying to put a time together to get that on the books and astrology reading, or it could really be an hour for whatever you want. We could pull cards. We could talk through a business idea. You know, my Virgo boss, which energy loves branding, creative strategy. If you want a one-on-one session with me, my books are closed off to the public right now. I offer a few select spots a month for my Cosmic Fit Club members. So this is like a win-win-win. You can possibly win a free session with me, I get to have a win, I get to connect with you, the wild and amazing humans that listen to this podcast. Let's throw another one in there for just sharing this with a baddie. Share this podcast with a bad bitch in your life who has a good heart and a butt that won't quit. And if someone sent this podcast to you, this very podcast you're listening to, congrats, that's how they feel about you. Amazing. Other announcements are notes from our higher self Oracle deck. We're going to do another run because they sold out in like a week. So I know a lot of you had your eye on them. If you want, you can go pre-order them at our website now. We're going to be shipping those out on the 26th. And just because of you being a small business, we run them in small batches. So if you want in on this round, do not tarry. Tarry not. Get thine self to the website of e-commerce and click purchase buy. This is some big deck energy. It is a hundred card Oracle deck that gives you just little sassy insights, like little SMS text messages from your higher self. They're great if you're new to reading cards, but they're also really you know, your current practice with Oracle or Tarot decks or whatever divination practice that you may have. We also have all of our courses are available on cosmicrx.com. We have our real self-love course, our authentic manifesting, and our magic of you astrology course. Okay, so check all that out. We live for your support. We love to see your empowerment journeys continue to bloom and blossom. And we have some new exciting stuff coming up in September. Spoiler alert, at the end of the month. Keep your eyes and ears out. We're going to be opening up the early bird enrollment for our Cosmic Fit Club. I know a lot of you have been asking about that, so that's going to be happening at the end of the month. Circle your calendars. Get ready. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome to the party. The water's warm. We like good music. We like mystical times, and we like getting a little weird here. What we do is we break down the big planetary energy of the week, like I pick one or two trends. I'm an astro nerd, I could have an hour long podcast where I break down every transit, every ingress, everything happening. But the point of this podcast is to keep it digestible, to keep it accessible. And it's like the need to know basis, like what's the big thing happening. I love astrology, but us astrologers can get really into the technicalities. We really nerd out and I find it loses a lot of people. If you're looking for something super, super technical, there's a lot of other podcasts out there. This is the high-level perspective. We talk about the lunar energy of the week ahead, just a little moon report so you can understand your emotional self-care and help track that and really tend to your inner world for the week ahead. That's your emotional weather report. And of course, we talk about if astrology isn't real. And we look back on some of the pop culture moments, current events of the past week, and how they're kind of connected to the stars. So let's start there. If astrology isn't real. All right, the first thing I have to address, if astrology isn't real, then why did Britney Spears get a huge moment of clarity of closure with her father stepping down in between her two natal full moons? As some of you know, I've talked about in the podcast, Britney is an Aquarius moon. We have a super rare occurrence this year where we have back-to-back Aquarius full moons. With that, it's like we all need something in the Aquarius moon part of our chart. All of our Aquarius in our chart needs, we need to do some emotional clearing around that to make room for a lot of the growth and the expansion and the freedom that we are meant to embody and also to kind of continue to spark our personal revolutions and our collective evolution. Britney, being an Aquarius Moon, I had said, "I'm like in between these two dates. In between, you know, end of July, July 23rd, and August 22nd. Look out for some big aha moment. Look out for some moment of clarity, some big breakthrough." In Britney's case, that happened right on cue. I record these on Wednesdays, and I think the news broke on Thursday. And I was like, "Damn it!" I just submitted the podcast for the week. A few of you have asked and requested a longer form episode where I really could talk about Britney Spears' astrology as it relates to toppling and dismantling of the patriarchy, the journey that we're going through in the United States' Pluto overturn. It's actually kind of surreal, so I really want to map out all those points. Just from my own brain, it feels good to like make a good timeline, get out all of the, the charts. There's a lot going on, and you know a lot of it plays out with Pluto in Capricorn right now. This is the U.S.'s Pluto overturn. Pluto was in Capricorn when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Pluto overturns. It takes a couple hundred years to happen. So humans don't experience them. I talked about it in the 4th of July episode in a little bit more detail if you want to go back and listen to that. But now that we're in the Pluto return, we're being asked to answer for our karma, any of the, the shadow energy, Pluto, you know, ruler, lord of the underworld. In Capricorn, the sign of the patriarchy, of business, of a corporation's shadow energy, everything that goes with that. We're being called to task for that. And that we're seeing that a lot with, you know, how we treat basically anyone that's not a white, cisgendered, straight man and any of the systems, policies, people that have been either actively part of that or complicit with it. We're all being called to task. Brittany's Venus is in Capricorn being crowded out by this Pluto and Capricorn moment. And it's in her fourth house. So Venus, how she makes money, Capricorn through her father, connected to her fourth house of family, of home. You know, the fourth and 10th house are are kind of like parental accesses. And her Venus is also conjunct her, the South Node in her fourth house, which is is like past karma, something you're clearing. This whole free Brittany movement, it's about her freedom, but it feels like A collective. I think of pop stars as like these embodiments of like our collective consciousness. So to watch her go through that, every step of her journey has felt really parallel with our collective journey. I think she still has a long road ahead of her. Like I love celebrating a good win. Maybe around August twenty second, I could imagine another bit of information coming out. It's not going to totally clear up till twenty twenty three, maybe like early twenty twenty four. But I do think 2022 is going to be a big year for her. Maybe even some like new music or a baby. I'll get into that. I'll do a solo long form Britney episode. The other if astrology isn't real moment, that's like kind of the win of the week. But the wound, the sadness, the grieving news of the week with everything that happened in Afghanistan, the Taliban government taking over. Listen, I am not a Middle East expert. I feel like I always have to say these things, and when I say them out loud, they're so laughable because everyone's like, yeah, yeah, girl, like we know. I'm not even like a super well read, I don't read like the newspaper front to back every day because that shit depresses me. But I try to listen to all the different points of view on things. I try to be well read and researched as much as possible, mostly just to be empathetic and to look for different perspectives of things that I'm reading. I shared some things on Instagram this week, written from the perspective of Afghanistan women and women in Afghanistan. I'm not going to do a big commentary on the chart because there's a lot happening. I'm just going to try and stay neutral in my delivery of it. But the thing that was really super interesting to me is that we kept talking about in our Astrology of 2021 webinar, we're in the Gemini North Node right now, Sagittarius South Node, which is about like Sagittarius is being restricted. That's our travel Like, Sagittarius is a very, like, can be associated with religious fervor, radical religion, cult behavior, ideologies, dogma, and it's also optimism. And, like, all those things are being played around with right now. Also, making a square to Neptune, which can kind of cloud our judgment, especially with, like, the religious fervor, you know, the rise of sort of some cult-like behavior, especially in the U.S. And then we're in a Gemini North Node, which is about, like, learning a lot, questioning things, learning new words being really connected to like media, but also Gemini can divide us into like two camps, into two parties. The last time that we were in the Gemini North Node was right around the time of September 11th in 2001. So the lunar nodes are really powerful in astrology. I work with them a lot. If anyone's had a reading with me, it's one of the first things I dive into. The post-Taliban government in Afghanistan was created when the North Node was last in Gemini in 2001. So there's a nodal return, a shifting of karma, of fate. And all I'm just going to say is I'm just going to pray for peace. There are a lot of amazing organizations to donate to around this time. If you follow Alice Sparkly Cat, she's an astrologer I really appreciate on Instagram. They just wrote a book about decolonizing astrology. They shared a really exhaustive list of resources to donate and support to that were vetted and I will retweet that so you can find it on mine too. I am Maddie Murphy. If you want to go deeper, there's an astrology account, Jupiter Astrology, Jupiter underscore Astro that actually wrote an article in April 2020 that explained what's happening now. So those are the things that just boggle my mind when something's timestamped from an astrologer like a year ago, kind of mapping out in detail what we're seeing play out. All of this to say, astrology does not make judgments. Astrology does not say right or wrong. I had an argument in TikTok this week with like someone who thought I like worshipped like the planets. I'm like, I respect them. I revere them. I think that they're guidance systems for us, for sure. I love the moon a lot, because how can you not? It's more about understanding phases and cycles, and it's understanding history, too. Like, last time this happened, this was the switch. And maybe now, knowing what we know now... How can we use that switch this time to be more inclusive, to create more equity, to create more peace, safety, security for more people? Because that's our lesson right now. I feel like that's the karma we're clearing. A lot of the things that humanity has done at the expense of other people, especially people who look different, love different, live differently than them. So that's my two cents on that. that I'm just going to leave it at those two things this week because those were big ones. Let's talk about the moon report for the week, shall we? So get your pen and paper out, get your calendar. This is for you, okay? This is your inner world. How you can understand and navigate your inner world can really help mitigate and control your experience of the outer world. We want to be the calm in the storm. We want to be able to find our center. And working with the moon really helps us do that. So the day this comes out, we have our Aquarius moon leading into the full moon, which I'm going to get more into in our planetary planning breakdown. It's interesting. Full moons make us more emotional. Aquarius moon days tend to make us a little bit more detached, but I would say you're probably going to feel emotional. This is a big full, 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 full moon. It's clearing something big for us and it's helping us figure out something that happened a month ago something that was started brought to our attention a spark of something we need to change or release. So I just want you to honor yourself full moon practices are time to feel your emotions and let them guide you. This is the time to express them and listen to them, not suppress them or repress them, okay? An Aquarius moon also pay attention to a vision you get for the future. Pay attention to a glimpse of something a new better way, okay? Aquarius moon energy plugs us into like higher level perspectives and does have a feeling more like wanting to be a part of a community and not just you know doing this thing of life solo pisces moon we go into on sunday as later in the morning pisces moon days are great for feeling dreamy you're going to feel creative i would say the thing to look out for on pisces moon day is being like delusional or sort of like not paying attention to signs right in front of you Not great days for like discernment, but great days for channeling, for doing intuitive work, for doing spiritual self-care for sure. That goes through Monday. And then on Tuesday, around three o'clock in East Coast time, the moon moves into Aries. These are days where you might feel like really driven into action. You might feel ambitious. You might feel like that get shit done energy follow that, okay? Especially after the full moon and then a Pisces moon, those are sort of like a little head in the clouds or waterlogged days emotionally. Aries moon, use that, get some stuff done, maybe get a good sweat on, do something to like pump some of that energy out of you and do something you've been procrastinating on. Use that Aries moon energy, but look out for, of course, on those days, I always warn you, you could feel short-tempered, frustrations could get the best of you. So just pay attention to that. Take deep breaths and sit on texts and emails. Let them sit in a draft. Don't fire things off in emotional states on those days. And that goes through Wednesday into Thursday. So that brings us to the end of the moon report for the week. Let's talk about the big event for this coming week. Virgo season starts. And listen, this is my solar return season. (laughs) I'm going to talk about the Cosmic Rx for Virgo season. Virgo energy is already in the air. We have Mars in Virgo. Venus was in Virgo. Now she's in Libra. We have Mercury in Virgo. So we've had a little sneak peek of the Virgo energy. Oh, that's another thing. Brittany, Mars in Virgo, her Mars return. Mars warrior, Virgo, independent woman, the sovereign priestess energy. Interesting that that news came out during her Mars return. I meant to bring that up before. So Virgo energy is here, is coming in to help us get really clear, get organized. And that starts on August 22nd, and it's the day of the full moon in Aquarius. So whenever we have these like weird sort of this is abnormal, usually the full moon under Virgo is Pisces. We usually don't have these back-to-back Aquarius full moons. So we just want to pay attention. This is something's being amplified. There's a big change happening we're being asked to do something different. We're being asked to pay attention. And of course, with this Aquarius moon, it's something about revolution. It's something about freedom. It's something about change. We need innovation. We need growth. We need a new perspective. The sun is like wrapping up its journey in Leo around this time and moving into Virgo. So if we're going to get technical, the full moon is on the 22nd at 8am. So the sun will technically still be in Leo and then the sun enters Virgo at 5.35 p.m. This is East Coast time. So like, what does this mean? What are the planets trying to tell us? We looked at this polarity. We looked at this energy of Leo Aquarius. Where do we need to be more in authentic truth? Where do we need to plug into our heart center, lead with more self-love, lead with more creativity, Lead with more courage to amplify more change, more radical revolutionary progress for our collectives and our communities. We're going to do that through double Leo energy, but then we're immediately being brought into Virgo energy. Like, what's the next step? What's the detail? What are you meant to do? And I think about Virgo a lot. I'm going to get more into Virgo energy, don't you worry. But in terms of this exact moment we're in, Virgo is the editor, Virgo is the boss, which, you know, she has discernment. She has the eye for purity. She wants to detox, declutter. She wants to remove things. So I am guessing that this is happening for all of us because we're all going through a lot of change and we don't understand the map ahead. That's a big theme right now. I did some readings this past week for the community. I did an event I'm in Amagansett out here. I've been, you know, talking to a lot of you, in my DMs, there's not one person from all different corners of the world, walks of life, ages, everyone is going through some sort of change, some sort of cosmic turbulence. Some of it feels good. Some of it feels uncomfortable. But a lot of us, we don't know where we're headed. Exactly. That's why we have to drop into the heart space so much and why we have to lean on each other so much right now. But Virgo energy is going to come after that full moon and ask you right away, okay, what's something you're editing? What's something you're releasing? trim the fat, take something off of this list, cut something out of your life? Where can you lighten the load? And then she's going to probably give you that sun and Virgo energy is going to give you a really clear, practical next step of how to make your dreams happen, of how to step into more freedom. It's going to feel very grounded, okay? You're going to understand your marching orders from the universe, I have a feeling, in a very clean and clear way. That's the big transit of the week. We also had, you know, Uranus went retrograde on the 19th, which is similar. Uranus is one of the rulers of Aquarius, which is having us, Uranus retrograde, switching up, but where have we gotten off track with our vision, maybe living in alignment with the revolution that we want to experience in the world? where do we need to make a change? And Uranus retrograde can bring unexpected surprises, new information. We saw Uranus went retrograde right around the time of this um, news in Afghanistan. Like, think about how fast that happened, how unexpected that was. I mean, maybe not for everyone, but I, for one, was caught really off guard. I want you to do that clearing. But even that day, you might notice like, I need to edit some things for my life. And I'm understanding my next really grounded step. And you're going to use that Virgo energy for that. And you're going to use that Virgo energy to stay grounded as fuck, okay? <laughs> because I need you grounded because a lot of energy swirling high up in the air. So for the full moon in Aquarius, just some other things that I wanted to say about it is it's a completion point. So looking at where you were six months ago, but also looking at where you were. July 22nd. What started? What was an emotional outburst? What was an aha? What was something that hurt you? What was something that was illuminated to you? Know there is a creative energy right now that's helping you really close that out, take those endings, transmute them, fertilize them, and morph them into really juicy new potential. But you have to be ready, willing, and able to be like, I'm done with this, okay? Aquarius full moons, check in with like, how are we doing with our sense of community? How are we caring for each other? You know, how are we protecting the whole rather than just the individual? And we don't want to go swing too far into that balance because Aquarian energy can get so high level that it can drop out of the emotional, compassionate, heart-centered side, like focusing more on humanity, less on humans. So we also want to drop into that. It's a big, tall order we're being asked right now. It's not easy, but these times that we're in, they're not easy times. They're change-making times. And we can live with more ease, but it takes doing some things that are not easy, that are not comfortable. And I have a feeling on this, you know, August 22nd, we're going to see some more things come to light, more things being illuminated. Full moons always bring things that were secret or in the shadows out to light. So we might see that on a global level. We might see something like that on the larger world platform in the news. So just keeping that in mind. Jupiter is retrograde, is conjunct this full moon, which just makes this energy very active. We know Jupiter expands what it touches. So it's likely that whatever is manifesting for us, it's going to be really easy to see, really clear. It's not a guesswork, this moon. Between Jupiter and the moon in Aquarius, Aquarius is very clear, visionary, higher mind, very smart, very intelligent, that Leo sun, illuminating truth, heart-centered, Radiant energy like the sun, solar power, and then right into Virgo, earth based Mercury, detail oriented sign. I want you to trust, trust where you're being led. Do some things that are very clear cut, whether those are decisions you're making, your next steps you're mapping out. Trust that, okay? Go ahead confidently in the next direction. The full moon, let it be a channel for like the power of where we're headed, this new vision of like community care. But also centered from a place of self-love. Where are we headed with that energy? Where are we headed? And where are you headed in your most radical, authentic self? Like how does your life look when you don't have to dim your light or lie to yourself or change yourself for someone else's expectations? Like what does that do to you? What does that do for your community and those around you? Enjoy the full moon, let some things move out of you. Like I said, cry, shake, sweat, have sex, go in salt water, scream, howl at the moon, skinny dip. These are strong cosmic currents and they're moving through your body and allowing them to move through is good, okay? We want some of that Drano for the energetic pipes. We don't wanna hold on to that shit, right? We're honoring our change, we're letting go, we're moving with faith over fear into this next chapter. So I am sending you so much love for this full moon. Let me know how you're feeling. Tag us in photos of your full moon rituals at the Cosmic Rx. Slide into my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Let me know how you're feeling, what's coming up for you. If any of this resonated, of course, send me your if astrology isn't real moments. A few of you sent me some really funny ones this past week. They were like your personal story, so I didn't want to share them, but wow, they were spot on. And I will see you next week. Full moon blessings to you and yours, my little cosmic baddies. Do you love getting your Cosmic Rx for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to the CosmicRx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.